listening to the Batman Universe Commentaries, brought to you by thebatmanuniverse.net. Join the staff of the Batman Universe as we watch another exciting incarnation of the Cape Crusader from his extensive media library. This is Dustin from the BatmanUniverse.net. In this episode, we have the commentary for the 1989 Batman movie starring Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, directed by Tim Burton. Coincidentally, this is uh, pretty much to the date of the 20-year anniversary from when the film was actually released in theaters. So sit back and enjoy Batman 1989 with Apple, Nick, and Josh. Hello everyone and welcome to the Batman Universe specials and this is the commentary specials and today's film we will be commentating on the 1989 Batman film and of course I'm your host Apple and from the Batman Universe we have this is Nick you got Josh and we're all here eagerly waiting to go ahead and start this film. But uh, what we're going to go ahead and do is just share like a little bit of memory, feeling about the film uh, before we get started. Uh, that way you can go ahead and see how we get that little anticipation before starting a film. So, uh, Nick, Josh, what are your thoughts before we start the film? Well, I think I've seen this film more than any other film in my entire life. And I know it very well, but I haven't actually seen it for quite a while, so I am looking forward to watching it again. But regarding all the the hype of The Dark Knight, and I will admit that is technically probably a it, well, it's technically definitely a better film. But this film still is really it's right up there with The Dark Knight for me. It's very special, and I, I watched it since I was a kid, and um, and I still I still love it, and I can't wait to watch it again. This movie. Like, when it first came out, I remember, because this was my generation, this movie was the event, and this put Batman on the map, and whenever you went over to your friend's house, they were showing it, and there was one summer camp that I went to, they had a movie projector, and they were showing this, and, you know, the Nolan films are great and everything, but to me, despite all of its flaws, and boy does it have flaws, this is like my Batman, and I love it. And it's probably a generational thing, but I just you know, love this movie. Can't wait to watch it. I, I, I agree with you, Josh. Um, even though, yeah, this movie has the flaws that it does, uh, I love The Dark Knight. I love The Dark Knight completely. But to me, 89 was uh, the film. I don't, I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was probably the generation thing. But uh, it was a return to the Batman we heard of and we wanted from the, ba- the the Batman fan comics, when we were reading that, we always had that dark character that we wanted to see. And, you know, thank God for Frank Miller bringing that back out. Um, then we got this film, which has pretty much set the tone for Batman in uh, films, even till today, even with The Dark Knight. So uh, with, with that said, um, go ahead. Like I said before, get your popcorns, get your nachos. Uh, they also said, remember to bring your Twizzlers. If you have Twizzlers or M&Ms, go ahead and get those real quick. Uh, we'll give you a chance right now. Okay. Okay, and so now we're going to go ahead and return. 
and we're all set already. Go ahead and put your DVD on play, and we're going to go ahead and get started right now. Three, two, one, hit play, guys. WB logo. I like that sky. Jack Nicholson got billed first before <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was in the theaters watching this, I was like, wow, are we going like to the Batcave? Because, you know, that's what it almost looks like when, it, when the film starts. You're like, oh, man, you know, look at this. We're doing twists and turns. I love that musical motif where, like, the Batman comes up and it's like, oh. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, I, I, I was going to say, even uh, when it came out, when they announced the DC Comics part right there based on it, I was, like, the only one clapping. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm the only comic book nerd in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I went to see Spider-Man 2 and it said, like, created by Steve Ditko, who's an artist that never gets credit, everybody clapped then. So I guess there's more comic book geeks now than there was back then. Just going back to that point you said about Jack Nicholson being billed first. I think that's a flaw in the film already. And we're only we're less than a minute in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was funny when... Because um, I didn't want... I didn't, you know, as the media is now, where they depict everything, show you everything, I was like, why is Billy D in this movie, you know? And of course, you know, I didn't want to be ruined by anything. I didn't, I, I didn't want to hear what, you know, the movie was about. I, I just wanted to be surprised when I went into the theaters. And it was quite easy to avoid all that, that sort of stuff back then. Uh, nowadays, you know, if there's a new Batman film coming out, like the Dark Knight, it's actually you have to put a lot of effort into not hearing any spoilers and stuff like that, and avoiding all the clips and the things. Internet. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's very hard. Yeah, it's, especially having a buddy like Dustin. Dustin will just ruin that for you. Like, hey, you want to know what? This- <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, here we go. The reveal. I always thought yeah. that was a little weird. Like they're like flying around the logo, but it is cool. But just, it's like, cool, odd. right? It's an odd choice, though. Mm. When I was younger, it was it was pretty confusing as to what's going on here in the credits. I miss the logo. Batman remember, doesn't like, have the logo anymore. He, like, he, remember, he, when, like when I said that the, like I thought it was a Batcave, right? When they were doing it at the beginning. Mm. Gotham City. It looks Tim like Burton, the same the way, city from Teenage Mutant a- Ninja Turtles movie <laughs> that came out around the same yeah, it time. Does. Yeah, I love the way uh, the the design artist made Gotham City. See how it has like the industrial look within the building. Mm. Oh, it has like the the metal inside. I really love that. And and the Art Deco man. Oh my goodness, I love this film for that. Yeah, I think it's something that um, it's probably something you could criticize about Nolan is that his Gotham isn't very comic bookish it's as as with all his stuff it's very realistic and it is just chicago isn't it mm. uh, but th- but uh, this gotham city is is the gotham city i wanted to see and tim burton got gotham perfect i thought did anyone else when they first saw this movie think that that was supposed to be the waynes by the way oh yeah yeah <laughs> i thought it was i thought it was bruce wayne and thomas wayne i was yeah. like oh okay wow we're going straight to the beginning cool yeah yeah, because it's got a bit of criticism. <laughs> the film, the, um, the film doesn't really deal with a lot of um, 
It doesn't, I mean, not like Batman Begins. It doesn't spend a good half hour, hour on Batman's origin. It sort of jumps into it straight away. We get to see Batman in action pretty instantly. Yeah. Which was a nice choice, and then reveal the origin over time. Because there's that's the problem with superhero movies, is that you have to spend a third of it on the origin. And mm. the first Batman story, Case of the Chemical Syndicates, that's what they did. They jumped right into it. We didn't get an origin story for another few months. You see the way that guy's uh, face looked, where he, he looked like a crack addict? I was like, wow, man. <laughs> that dude's hitting the crack pretty hard. <laughs> All right, do the kid a favor, don't scream. And watch, she's gonna scream anyway. Yeah, way way to listen. <laughs> That's cool. I like the steam coming up from the sewers. Batman. Yeah, I, I always thought this mo- that moment where Batman is standing on top of that building and turns around and walks away. I still think that doesn't look very good. I thought that I thought that when I was younger and watched it. And I still think, and it's getting worse over time. You is, it any be- is it any better on the Blu-ray version? <laughs> no, it's just more clear. But uh, but when uh, you ever see the 1940 serials from the, I mean the Superman ones, the cartoons, that yeah. that when the cape turns around like that, that reminds me of those Supermans from the 40s. I love those Supermans. I heard the back got them. Yeah, so this is establishing that Batman basically is killing criminals, and if they did that in a movie now, I'd be like, oh, that is so unfaithful to Batman, but like this movie, I'm okay with it. I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> you know, when I first saw him come down like that, I was like, the cape doesn't look very big. Hmm. It varies in size. Yeah, it does. That, that, that cape must slow him down sometimes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God, man. I saw that. I was like, ah. I was, was like a little awesome. girl at a new kids, kids on and the block And then he's concert. dead. That's, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> the music in this bit's excellent. I was just about to say that, Nick. The, the music yeah. is just, like, awesome. Because we don't know Batman at this point, and the fact he's just been shot comes back to life again. The music does a great job of really making him look quite imposing and scary. And you know what? If you're ever looking at this film, try not to look at Batman and just look at the the background. Like, the buildings and everything just looks so great. Like, so Hmm. detailed and rustic and industrial. I like that. Here comes the line. Who are you? I'm Batman. That line, so iconic. Exactly. And when he turned him around and he had his cape, that was so cool. Such an iconic line. It can't be... uh... I I always like it when Batman completely disappears like that. Lando Calrissian. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When I I saw Harvey Dent, (laughs) I saw Billy (laughs) D. Williams, I was like, okay, how is he going to be Two-Face? Well, actually, that that's kind of ironic because his character in Star Wars was a two-faced person. So, yeah. Lando, Lando. Uh, you know the story about like Billy D when he took this role. He did it because he was told that he could play Two Face in the sequel. He's like, "All right, awesome," and he like signed a contract. And then when they got Tommy Lee for Batman Forever, they had to buy out Billy D's contract, so he yes. basically got paid for not playing Two Face. You know when? Yeah. Um, when uh when I saw the uh 
the the camera if you look at the camera it says action news i thought it was like a little homage to action comics and here we go the introduction of a legend the guy who gets first billing in the movie yeah that was always a big problem, though, from these Burton films to the Schumacher ones, that the villains were always uh, more important than Batman. They're, like, so cool. He is so cool. Mm. I mean, how old is he in this film? I can't remember. He must be in his 40s, isn't he? He's an old man now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 40s, maybe pushing almost 50s, maybe. Yeah. But I know Tim Burton was absolutely desperate to get Jack Nicholson for the Joker. He um, he went through a lot of things to convince him to join. Because I think Jack Nicholson was quite reluctant at first. I think Batman was seen as a bit of a gamble. It probably wasn't going to pay off, but of course it did. But Burton was absolutely adamant. He was absolutely desperate for Jack Nicholson and he wouldn't take anyone else. Well, what Tim, well, Tim Burton did was actually had to go horseback riding just to get Jack Nicholson inside the movie. So, yeah, good, uh, good casting choice, though. <laughs> yes. Was it okay? Uh, may, maybe I'm remembering the story wrong, but like, was it Robin Williams like in the mix at one point? Yeah, and he it, was. Like, okay, and he's like still bitter to this day. <laughs> he should have been yeah. the Joker. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love that line that Jack Nicholson had just said, where she goes, "You look fine." He goes, "I didn't ask." <laughs> Yeah. All right. When I was little, I never. Oh, I never understood the, this like whole subplot about the corrupt cops. Oh, Alexander. No, me Knox. neither. Yeah. Oh, Alexander. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, here he comes. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was him for a second there. Yeah, he's so cool. Christ, Knox. <laughs> I loved how they still wore the hats like from the the twenties and thirties. I thought that yeah. was so cool. It's quite odd because it's not. It's, they haven't gone full out twenties and thirties, you know, Chicago gangsters with Tommy guns, but they've got the clothing of it in a sort of a more modern, well, modern at the time. In the know. modern world, yeah, yeah, and it still looks so cool. Mm. Still works. And you see, like, the alleys, you see how that looks, like, just grimy back there? That's that's so cool. I love the detail that they put into the background. Mm. Here, here comes the quotes. Is there a six-foot bat in Gotham City as the sirens go behind him? I always think of those <laughs> sirens and that quote, like, hand in hand, because it, like, comes at that moment that was really weird for me when I was little. Yeah, when I was little, I was like, what do you mean by pulling down after taxes? Yeah. <laughs> that was my dad was there. He goes, oh, he thought he was working for them. And then yeah. he paid taxes. <laughs> yeah, here's the part that confused me when I was little. I didn't get the whole, like, cops and Grissom yeah. and Nate Also, uh, the most underrated character is about to appear as well. Bob. Bob the Goon? <laughs> yeah. I love Bob. Poor Bob. He's like the un- unsung uh, character in this movie. Yeah. That crooked. You ought to think about the future. Too. 
I love that. So you ought to think about the future, and then when he kills him, spoiler alert. Yeah, I like when Jack Nicholson <laughs> eye twitches. He's just like, oh, oh, Bob the Goon. <laughs> there he is. But if you look at it, it looks like he's almost using Jack as a body shield, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he can't lose. Let him yeah, kill each other, then Bob the Goon takes over. And he gets there is a there's a big subplot with Bob going on. <laughs> I, I I want Bob's story. Yeah. Right? We are oh look at that. Oh my goodness, that looks so cool, the city. See, and then we have the big statues right there. Oh yeah. On the side of the buildings. Not quite holding up Yeah, not, not holding up a highway, but no. <laughs> I don't think they're naked yet either. No. The statues. Not, 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 not uh, Billy D. Not, not yet. <laughs> do, what do you reckon to... Um, do you think Billy D could have been a good Two-Face if he get, was given the chance? Heck yeah. He's Billy D. Yeah. Much better than Tommy Lee Jones anyway. Yeah. Did you, uh, did yeah. you notice whenever he's, he's going in and the artist uh, does the drawing of Batman, did you notice it has Bob Kane written at the bottom? Well, Bob Kane actually drew it, yeah. Yeah, check that out. It says Bob Kane at the bottom. Well, Bob Kane was supposed to do a cameo, but uh, I think he was getting sick. But there are pictures of him uh, on set. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he wasn't sick. Maybe it was scheduling. I, I forget what it was. Now, now, Josh, I know you weren't around Nick at this time, but Josh, wasn't like like uh, Kim Basinger just like the hottest woman on earth at one time? Yeah. I was like about four or five years old, but yeah. But I remember, <laughs> my impression was that she screamed a lot. See, I think I was, what, about yeah. 13, maybe? I think I was 13 or 11 when I saw this. You see that Popeye that's in that back, in the in the, the clipboard in the back? Oh, yeah. My God, look at that this. That Popeye that's up there. <laughs> that Popeye that's up there, I, I believe that's actually a, a statue in a in a town here in Texas somewhere. So I, I found that kind of odd. I was like, huh, that's too, that, I think I've seen that Popeye statue around here. Knox is not very subtle at all in his pursuit <laughs> of Vicky Vale. Like, <laughs> hey, Vicky, let's date every two minutes. You know, no, no shame at all. Yeah, here we go. Vale, will you marry me? He's like, yes, yes. <laughs> No, buy me, let me. <laughs> Here comes the oh, okay. No, I confuse this with Batman Returns because it's the same music, and I thought it was gonna have like the spinning cat, but that's Shrek. <laughs> Jack Palance is like just so cool. Yeah, he was um, he was one. He he's he has a really good uh, impact in this film. I think he's he's really excellent, especially when the Joker turns up to uh, have a chat with him. I thought it was so cool that Jack Nicholson was already like wearing a purple suit. I was like, oh man, he's got style. Well, he's got it because uh, he's going to access chemicals tonight. Look at like Jack Palance's stance, man. That guy just—he's just. Oh my goodness, that guy was a—he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, foreshadowing. wonder what Alicia's story is. I mean, she's dating both these men, and she's spending all she, their money. 
You see the statues in the background? Outside the building? If it was... <laughs> Alicia's the reason why, why why Jack got set up. So if if you think about it, there's no Alicia. I'm joking. Yeah? Yeah. She, she's very integral. I, w- I want Alicia and Bob the Goon's story. Yeah. You see that furniture and, like, the way the office is? That that Art Deco theme. I, I, I you know, I wish they would have got more behind the scenes with the designer on like how why they, you know, captured that look. You know, I think, man, I think it was excellent. Mm. Here we go. You're my number one guy, and of course, <laughs> I, the, I used to always do that to my brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I would always tell my brother do stuff for me, and I always grab and I say, just remember, you're my number one. <laughs> But every time, every person that you say that to dies in the movie. <laughs> or, well, again, not dies, but like you're setting them up to die. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because Jack Palance has done some uh, some westerns in his career, I think my dad really loved this movie because of Jack Palance. Yeah, my dad was sort of, wow, that's Jack Palance. I think it grabbed his attention when he first saw this film. Yeah. He saw, sort of, oh, Batman, and then, oh, Jack Palance is in it. Oh, okay, I'll watch it then. Wayne Manor. Bruce Wayne and his crazy parties. Save, you know, Bruce probably has enough money to save the festival with his own. <laughs> it's on his own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why all these you know people got to donate money? I was like, man, this is a long room. I was like, that's huge. Poor yeah. Alfred. He's got to serve all those people. Yeah. Michael Goff, by the way, is outstanding in all four of the films. Well, maybe not Batman and Robin, but he's out, he does his best in all of them. And he's um, he's an excellent Alfred. Yes. Yeah. One of my definitive Alfreds. Yeah. Although there hasn't really been an Alfred in any of the films yet that I haven't liked. Oh, Vicky Vale, who picks out your clothes? No. You are not a maid of honor at a wedding. Yeah. Alright, a lot of people have a problem with this. Vicky Vale not recognizing famous Bruce Wayne. But. Well, I mean. I think. I know, right? Because Bruce was supposed to always be like in the papers and stuff. So, well, the thing is, she's, that... she's from out of town, though, and this is like before you know mass. Well, when you say mass media, but this is like before the internet and stuff and twenty-four hour news networks. I think that they didn't have twenty-four hour news networks then. But I think I, like how I think Michael Keaton is trying to <laughs> Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> I think Michael Keaton's adds a little bit of weirdness to Bruce Wayne because I just don't. What is the point in not introducing yourself as Bruce Wayne and just letting her wander around and then finding her a bit later? I never. I still don't get that. Well, you'll learn that later, Nick. Uh, You got to play the mysterious guy. Women like that. Right. Okay. (laughs) Apple learns all his uh, womenly stuff. Everything I learned was uh, from the from the Batman films. Oh, Knox. Knox harassing all these government officials. I thought Billy D was so cool when he puts that c- cigar in his mouth. I was like, wow, that is so cool. Did you see that? <laughs> also, this is probably the... Of the uh, Burton and Schumacher films, this is probably the film where Commissioner Gordon gets to do the most. 
it's still not a huge yeah. amount, but it's uh, he, he was he was criminally misused in the films. Oh, yeah, yeah. To the point yeah, of like Batman that, and Robin. Yeah, I mean Batman and Robin was just. Ugh, I'd rather you just didn't have him than do that sort of stuff. Well, he, he gets seduced by Poison Ivy for like a two-minute scene. That's all I really remember him doing. When I saw like the Japanese, because I love samurai. When I saw the Japanese attire in here, I was like, "Oh, that is so cool." Seriously, Vicky Vale, who picks out your clothes? <sighs> if this was a different genre of movies, I'd expect Bruce Wayne to lock the door and kill them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how uh, Bruce Wayne is just chilling in the back. He's like, okay, you know, I'll listen along. Yeah. It's my house. Because <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, Knox. She's like, why did you lie to me? I love you. You're so mysterious. Knox is so to the point. He's like, thanks. Can I have a grant? And like when he meets Vicky, he's like, "Well, you." I mean, Knox goes after what he wants. He doesn't yeah, have a filter. I think, yeah, I think he's sort of pretending that he's joking, but he's really not. <laughs> I guess Alfred's not doing everything by himself. We got relief butlers. The yeah. Party. Yeah, well, that guy's got to go and tell Alfred. Okay, you need to open some more cases. <laughs> Alfred's, Alfred's probably like down the in the cellar butler. doing all the work. He's probably like in the back room. He's got like six butlers and he's like ordering them all around. He's like, you take the East Wing. Yeah. Is the guy who's, who played uh, Knox, has he been in much else? I don't think I've ever seen him. In yeah, he came out and he had his own show on HBO. Uh, Is he a comedian? He was, a sports, he was Arliss the sports agent. So right. that was a good show. This is this is the biggest thing he's done though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I like Bruce Wayne. He's gonna go one way. He's like, uh, I think this way, sir. <laughs> they definitely should have used Knox in the sequels. Yeah, he was real cool. He's a real cool character. I would have preferred Knox to some of the other big characters who they had. God, Knox, you're so two-faced. Just the second that he leaves, start making fun of him. <laughs> and that camera in the mirror is uh, looks pretty dated nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> the surveillance camera, yeah. Now you can look at the size, of, the size of. of <laughs> he's got three of them that are enormous. <laughs> I thought that uh, the he's back computer. That was like so cool the way he has his computer set up. Mm. Like, did he? And I have wondered this: did he actually throw the party just so he can like get a police tip? I wondered this at one point. (laughs) 
See, and when I was little, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't know if contacts were like, you know, around. I was like, why is he wearing glasses? But when he goes out as Batman, he doesn't need them. Yeah. Because he obviously he's not reading. He was watching. Too. Wears the glasses so that that way he can take them off slowly and dramatically. Yeah, that's it, and and it worked. Okay, Eckhart looks like he's drunk all the time. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he looks very police, unwell. The police uniform I thought is very cool. How they have like that that leather jacket type. I thought that was very cool. Mm. Now this whole scene with the uh, with the police raiding them is one of my favorites in this film. I really enjoy it, and the music. I, I like, the music again is I, brilliant. I like the gang. Once again, it's that 30s look, how they have their suits and everything. Love that. Mm. <laughs> I love the look on Jack's face. <laughs> yeah, old school gangsters fighting the cops. Yeah, that's so cool. I like how Bob tries to block it with his hand right there. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to block? It's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner, Gordon Commissioner Gordon st- was didn't cool. even change. He's, he's still in his night. He's still in his evening wear. Yeah. And he already knows he's like a dirty cop. So yeah. Good. So you get elements of the sort of corrupt police force there, but they don't really explore it very much. Yeah. They don't really have time do? when you got when you have, when the Joker turns up. They just got to focus on him. Yeah, like is it you know going to produce more steam like in one area? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd run away. The amount of time you're doing all that, I just go out of window. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't want to hang around an acid stuff. factory. I really would not want to hang around there. No. But this part was like just so cool, man. I was like, oh my goodness. I lo- they got the bat symbol wrong on, on his uh, chest. Oh, yeah, it has, like, it has like, little feet. That little <laughs> thing. <laughs> little feet. <laughs> and you know what? I collected a lot of uh, bat symbols. Like, I would collect uh, the pins my dad would give me. And I had a lot of the, the old symbols, even from the 40s. And I, was, I went back into, like, my comic book collection, my pink collection. Uh, and I was looking for that bat symbol, and I was like, I said, that's not a bat symbol. And I said, oh, that must just be for the film. So I had to go the get a yellow, pen that had that bat symbol. The yellow oval is so iconic, and I, I really miss the comics having it. They got rid of it after No Man's Land. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I do like the black bat just on his chest because... Uh, that's the way you know, like the uh, the original Batman was. You know, the the forty serial have that too, where he's just the the black bat across his chest. Mm. You see that, and like uh, you see where uh, Batman just moved his cape right there. Yeah. That was like so cool. Mm. Mm. And this bit when uh, yeah, just while Nicholson's just thinking about escaping, 
and then <laughs> Batman just Batman just appears. Aren't the cops like surrounding the place? I'd imagine. Yeah. And I like Commissioner Gordon. He goes, "Go that way. Be careful. Be very careful." <laughs> that was so cool, man. I was like, "Oh my god, Batman!" <laughs> Seriously, I was like a little girl at a new kids on the block concert when I watched this movie. I was like, oh. I remember because I remember because I was saying I've I've watched this film a lot. I used to have it on an old tape that I taped off TV, and it was an edited version. So Mm -hmm. for for TV, so they cut out that bit where Jack Nicholson goes Jesus, and um, (laughs) and then I I bought the DVD a couple of years ago because I've just been using that VHS for years and years, and I eventually bought this DVD and uh, and then I saw these extra scenes that I hadn't seen before like you know there's a bit later on with a guy who gets fried and you see his skeleton and, yeah. and the joker talks to him that entire scene was cut out from the tv version so it was great because oh. i got to watch this film and see all these extra bits that i missed oh wow i love i don't like i know we uh there was a part like if you look at batman's mask I had like conversations with my friends. That's where he keeps his earpiece. Because if you notice, like on the mask where his ear is, there's like a a slight like it looks like something bulging out from the side. And I was like, that's his earpiece. That's where he hears from long distances. <laughs> yeah. Looks like he fell over on purpose. <laughs> yeah, of all the places, he could have just fallen off. All right, now the whole debate's like people say, did Batman drop him or did he slip? No, he's trying to hold him. Yeah, I he mean, doesn't, he doesn't make a lot of effort him. though. <laughs> he could have tried a bit harder, I think. When I used to play as Batman in the video game, I would always accidentally fall in, and I said, "So does Batman become the Joker now?" <laughs> but just restart you. I like when he takes a step. He sees the guy. He's like, "Whoa, can't go that way." <laughs> Boom. If I was nine, you know, I would make if a you fart notice, joke. Look when he goes up. Look at his cape. Just look at his cape. That looks so cool. Hmm. Until we find him, keep a lid on it. I know Gordon's thinking, God, yeah, don't let Knox get a hold of the. <laughs> All right. Now, when I saw this in camp on the big projector, this creeped me out. Yeah. Just the hand. Yeah, just the hand and it coming moves out too. And it I moves. know. Mm. And uh, and I and I didn't I I didn't get that it was actually taking place outside of the plant. I thought that he was still in that same like you know chemical tub thing, and that he and that it was his hand coming out. I loved how the Axis Chemical looked too. Man, it, 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 same thing. I know it's going to be repetitive, but that industrial looks so cool. Oh, and you know how they just showed like the map of Gotham City? I remember like I was like so thirsty to see what Gotham City looked like. I would pause my VHS just to just to see what the city looked like. That Popeye pitch is still in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed Popeye before, but now that you said it I can't take my eyes off of it. Yeah, then the whole camera, you know, only doing the close-ups until the big reveal that they're at, like, separate ends of the table. <laughs> like at a huge table. Yeah, so it's a great like Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife dine like that every night. You know, I sit yeah. at one end and she... <laughs> He's like, yeah, Bruce oh, totally sure. missing the point. 
It was just a joke, Bruce. And he looks like he's walking back at me. He's like, okay, uh, got that done. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, how could you be so stupid? <laughs> you invented what do, all these what, what do you think of What do you think of Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne? Because, you know, I think people are a bit iffy on it. Some people like it, some people think it's a bit weak. I personally think... I, I don't think Michael Keaton had enough time in the film to really do Bruce Wayne justice because I think Jack, you know, the focus was Jack Nicholson. I mean, he had a bit of time, but you know, nothing like what Christian Bale had. What do you guys think? He almost you know, plays him off as Clark Kent, like the way that Clark Kent, when he's not Superman, he has to act like, you know, like a little bit of a bumbling fool to throw everyone off. And that's kind of like how his Bruce Wayne is. He has the whole facade of this nervous, you know, like neurotic guy. You know, uh, the thing about uh, Michael Keaton, what sells it is that his eyebrows and his uh, and his um, uh, chin. Uh, no, his uh, eyes, his eyes and his eyebrows are what sell like Batman because he already has like that deep down kind of look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hope I'm describing that right, but it's just the way his eyebrows go down and it makes it almost look like he can be mad, but he's not really mad. And the thing was, I was like, they were just eating soup. How did they get some steaks or pork chops going? I think that Alfred got some <laughs> stuff for them. I think uh, Alfred. I, I think Alfred the- had a huge meal for dinner, and he had to share <laughs> it with them. It was a three-course meal that was done really good. Alfred's yeah. like Alfred's all alone in the kitchen. He's like, finally, Bruce is on this date. I have my alone time. I can eat this big meal. And Bruce and Vicky go in. Hey, Alfred, tell us stories about Bruce when he was little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, a little, a lot of wine there, Bruce. Trying to get Vicky drunk to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, learn everything from the Batman movies. Well, the, the glass isn't even <laughs> empty yet, and he's already pouring more in. Jeez, Bruce. Yeah. Do you want another glass? <laughs> oh, now. Um, it would have been funnier if he was drunk and he'd been like, let me tell you about Batman. I'm Batman. Oh, man. This is so cool, man. In a dark alley. The now, I mean, Josh, you were saying that bit with the hand scared you when you were a kid. This scene was probably the scariest moment for me. Oh, God. Uh, the laugh and the... Oh, God. It was, and the room and the lighting. It was so... I love this. I, I, I love... See, to me, this is what... In some ways, the Christopher Nolan films are missing that that get me. You know what I mean? Look at look at the background. Just look how it looks old, rustic, and run mm. down. I I love that dark dark look. I love that. Tim well, Tim Tim Burton's an expert stuff. at that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm I'm quite a big Tim Burton fan. Most of the stuff he does, I usually enjoy. And he's just got a very unique style, and he brings it to whatever he, whatever material he works with, and it it just yeah. it just worked with Batman because. Batman's quite a dark character in nature. You ever see the Simpsons spoof of this scene? No. Lisa gets uh, braces and she's like, Mirror! Mirror! Yes, <laughs> yes, I have. When when I first saw this, I thought he was going to kill the doctor with that mirror. <laughs> Seven years bad luck. I, I always wonder, <laughs> what, the, what, what did the doctor do to him? Like, you see the tools and he's like, you see what I had to work Oh, yeah. guess the wine did its yeah. trick. You know what? I'll just make you a clown. 
He shows him all that, all the stuff he used, but really he just used a paintbrush. <laughs> Maybe like Jack came out of the chemicals, he actually looked all right, and the doctor just made him look like that. <laughs> <laughs> to play a joke. If the doctor was actually Hugo Strange. Yeah. <laughs> oh, per- oh, here we go. One of the most iconic scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That is, like, just so cool. Look at the Gotham City in the background. God, man, I want to visit that place right there. I don't. Bad stuff happened to people in Gotham. <laughs> I'm staying away from there. Oh. I love it when he says sugar pups. <laughs> look at, See, but look you at, know what? If you notice, he already had the gun down pointing at him. You know, and then when he says, don't bother, he's going to bring the gun down again. You set me up over a woman. Look at his body language. Jack Palance's, I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still has time to finish the glass. <laughs> I thought that was like one good drink right there. Don't bother. Look, see, watch it. See, he brings the gun down again. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, okay. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, Jack mm-hmm. Mountain's is gonna cry. <laughs> it's a great entrance for the Joker, isn't it? The, I think that the look is great. The makeup and everything. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, what a day. Yeah, it's been an interesting day for Jack Napier. I like Bruce, how you put Bruce her... Wayne's now thinking that wine did the trick. Yeah. Look, he's going to put her, his leg over her. See he's, how he has his leg over? He's like... <laughs> that's awesome. He's like, note to spell. Wine works. He can't sleep because he's not upside down. Yeah, it's like when he was upside down, that like sells it for us. Oh, yeah, he's a bat. He's a Batman. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid and you see this, you think, uh, is it, you know, is he like half bat or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would be creeped out right now. Yeah. That is so awesome. So, Apple, you're going to be completely jealous of me, but I actually own um, a cardboard cutout of Jack Nicholson as a Joker 
it's not exactly life size. It's almost life size. It's about five feet tall, and it's in my apartment. Oh, that is so cool. I'll, I'll take a picture <laughs> of it later. I'll post it on the site. Yeah, post, it, put it, it on the forums. It creeps me out in the middle of the night because when I first got it, I forgot that I had it, and I would just see this human shape in my apartment in the middle of the night. Okay, now he's asleep on the couch. What's up? Does he slept in the bed upside down? Now he's on the couch. <laughs> there was a, a short period in my life where I had asked my dad for a robe because I, I needed that light robe like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and every time I went to sleep, I, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear this before I go to sleep. <laughs> did you did you try sleeping upside down for a brief period of time? See if that works. Uh, you know what was funny? Um, true, true story. It is so true. Sometimes I watch TV on my back, leaning off the the, the couch, and I've done it since I was a kid. I will watch TV upside down sometimes. <laughs> Fun little Apple fact there. <laughs> the walk of shame down the stairs with Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we'll be cool here for quite a while. Oh. <laughs> he's like, man, you done so Bruce out already. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, that yeah, boy. Bruce doesn't need. He he got what he wanted. <laughs> so cool. Oh, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how he just looks around and he's just gonna look around and just take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> I like his hat. He's, look, you see how he looks around? <laughs> he's, he's an art lover. Oh, yeah, here's 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 the scene that Nick couldn't watch originally. Oh, well, I, I see it. I'll, I'll tell you when it cuts out. I, I love, I love, and I think everybody knows, I love the 30s, the 20s gangsters. I loved this scene because I grew up watching, you know, the Valentine Day Massacre, the John Dillinger, the Bonnie and Clyde's. Mm-hmm. I love this scene right here. It's like, man, these are like the Al Capone of it of Gotham City just sitting in this room. That face is so creepy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? It's not making a pencil disappear, but it's awesome. But it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I love that he goes. Oh, we got a live one here. It'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. <laughs> See, and here comes the guys with the Tommy guns. Some Tommy guns. Huh? There's that one other. There's that one one other uh, goon of Joker's, the big guy with the sunglasses and the boombox. Later on, that's the only other goon I can remember. He almost looked like a priest. I thought he almost had that neck thing on his on his uh, neck, like a priest. (laughs) You're the Joker. You don't need to wear makeup over your makeup. I love that music and I was gonna sit in. Here we go. 
I like his breathing technique. <sighs> Bob. My number one guy. <laughs> and he even squeezes his shoulders. That's so cool. I love the way Bob puts on his sunglasses and wanders off. And I. <laughs> He's like so it's, proud. It's the 80s. You gotta put on the big sunglasses and walk off. That's what you do. And this this is the bit that I I never saw until I was about until a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. where he actually where he chats to these uh, chats to the dead guy. Like it does a face, just a conversation. Looks like they're about to kiss. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> the body's still smoking throughout their entire <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I definitely think if you look at the fashion throughout the film, it's definitely uh, Kim Basinger's who's dated pretty badly. I mean, I just can't even imagine back then me watching this thinking oh yeah she looks really stylish in that bride gown at the uh, party okay I know that she says that she's chasing a story and everything but this really just comes off as her being you know scorned and saying well he said he was out of town he's not out of town so I'm spying on him well you, you know what I found I was like okay he's a millionaire and I'm in a car's I'm like, how come he's not driving, like, an exotic car? You know what I mean? And how come he didn't notice her sitting outside his gates? Because he's not super Batman. Like, some of the... (laughs) This is what bothers me. Some of the Batman stories now... Nobody's allowed to sneak up on Batman. Batman's never allowed to be fooled. He always knows everything. There was a time where, you know, people could fool Batman. People could sneak up on him. You know, he wasn't perfect. Mm. He's a he's a he's a human being. He's a, yeah, he's a really ordinary human being. Yeah, you can get the drop on Batman. Now it's like I knew all along. Like I was thinking about it when I was listening to your commentary on um the sixty six thing. If that story was told now, Batman would be like, I knew you were Miss Kitka. I knew all along and I was playing you to see <laughs> yeah. what your plan was. But mm. there was a time Batman could be fooled and Vicky Vale could sneak up on Batman. I thought that was so cool, man. I, I, just look at the look at the city behind them. It, make, it looks just so real. Stalker, Vicky. Yeah, I just think this part in the story is sort of has jumped a bit in time. They spent one night together, and all of a sudden, as you're saying, Josh, she's complete stalker and needs to know everything about him well she picks up the flowers and examines them like what does she think she's gonna find (laughs) hmm 
<laughs> She's like, they feel very rosy. Well, not only does it jump ahead, but, like, you'll see I'm getting ahead of myself. He says that he's in love with her, and he's ready to tell her his secret after spending one day with her. Yeah. That would have worked for- better if they did, like, the whole movie montage of people falling in love. <laughs> with some cheesy 80s music. <laughs> By Prince. <laughs> I, I love the reporters. All the reporters, everyone gathered outside still has their their hats and stuff. I <laughs> like how Bruce looks at them on Bruce is already suspicious of them, and he has no reason to be suspicious. See where he looks mad already? <laughs> and he's just looking. Okay. I'm sorry, but you see the Bob's people behind the, the guy? Oh, yeah, look at the guy taking the picture. He's not creepy at all. Bob the goon, what are you doing? <laughs> Everybody falls in love with Vicky at first sight, because Joker later on, he's like, ooh, I love her. And then Bruce, after one day, I love her. And it knocks. He proposes Nox to her. Is, when yeah. he sees her. And it's like, what is Vicky Vale's perfume? Yeah. It's certainly not her fashion sense that's drawing all these men to her. Her big glasses made of honor dress. Look at the Joker's lipstick now. I know he has the little the little lips. Uh, I like that he looks like he's about to cry before he dies because he knows it's coming. I love that. Time to pay the check. The pen is truly mightier than this. And look, there's a cop right there not doing anything like right behind him. See? <laughs> and they're breathing out their guns. He's like, well, yeah. I'm clearly out of my league here. <laughs> yeah. It's only a pen. They're like, Bruce. wait a minute. They're like, wait, what crime family is paying us? <laughs> Everyone's ducking. Bruce is just like walking in a trance looking at Jack. Yeah, you said you were out of town. Totally caught you in your lie. He's like, I can't do this right now. Um, Did you guys notice one of those bullets clipped his shoulder? Yeah. Bruce, I never noticed that before. When when I was was, uh, young... Well, like worried about first watching it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he got shot." Am I no, right in thinking that the guy playing Gotham, uh, the mayor of Gotham, isn't actually an actor? Yeah. I'm sure I heard some. Someone told me once that he's actually like a politician and just wanted to be in the film. I think probably everyone wanted to be in this film. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. But uh, see right here that you probably never saw that. Nick, see, that's where he grabs him with the bullet hole in the in the jacket, see? Oh, yeah. Go, going back one scene earlier, when Joker shoots the TV, you can see that the little uh, fist gun is already set up in front of the TV. There? Yeah. Was he just had that there and, like, waiting for the perfect moment to get mad about something and shoot the TV? Basically, yeah. (laughs) That's all I was made for. (laughs) And here's Alfred. uh, I I had a a garage when I was younger, 
And I kid you not to try to make a lair like that, like the Joker had his lair. I had like oh. the like a purple like satin thing coming down, but I all found it from because it was a like a Goodwill place like this down the street, and they would give you stuff. So I would go there and try to find just you know ransack them for stuff I needed. Did you try and do the uh, boxing glove gun? Oh no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Apple was a very impressionable child. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I thought her like a like studio apartment type. I thought that was so cool too. She's got some money. It's a pretty big apartment. Stalker! Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you went on one Never date with a girl with and she started doing all this, I'd be pretty uh, concerned. And I'm sorry, it is not for a story. <laughs> The Joker loves scrapbooking. <laughs> it's like all those times spent as a as a hired thug, he couldn't do what he really liked, and that was to cut out pictures and paste them. Yeah. Bad Tino style. He should have said that about Vale. He goes, hey, <sighs> Seuss Marimba. <sighs> oh, okay. This Now, this part right here. Listen to what Bob the Goon says in a second. She's dating some guy named Wayne. How does Bob the Goon know that? It's been on one date, yeah. It was one date. It's been on one date, and that was at Wayne Manor. And it was impressionable, yeah. so. It was, like, it was memorable. They, it was all over do the Do they news. have spies? <laughs> That's why I think, like, it would have been better if they would have had some sort of falling in love montage, which I know that those could come out cheesy, but they probably could have pulled it off somehow. <laughs> like, and maybe said that, like, and maybe done, like, over a matter of weeks, Bruce and Vicky dating, and then cut that with a montage of the Joker rising the power behind the scenes. Mm. That, that would hurt. She's dating some guy named Wayne. I have spies in Wayne Manor. You know Bob Lagoon's <laughs> got Alfred on his payroll. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Alfred. I'm glad he never suffered any trauma from being, you know, thrown into that acid where he's, you know, now his base of operation too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gotta embrace it. Action news. Look at that '80s turtleneck sweater that the uh, producer had. <laughs> I don't quite understand. With the models, did they look like that when they died, or do they just look like that normally? <laughs> no, they look like that when they died. 
So where did they get these photos of dead know, bodies right? to put on the news? <laughs> exactly. It's one of the many unanswered questions of the movie. Yeah. I love when that reporter's just gone. <laughs> you all get a case of the giggles. Was you, you see your feet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how the Joker pushes the shopping cart. I love this Joker advert. Smiley. The producer's (laughs) turtleneck sweller. Oh, 80s. (laughs) Love that Joker. Oh no! You know what? I don't know about you guys, but that looks like Jack Palance right there too. I was like, "What?" I thought he was dead. Maybe he's using the corpse, (laughs) like kind of like Weekend at Bernie's. He's using Jack Palance's corpse. I thought that was so cool that he devised a chemical to make people look like how he did when he was just dipped in acid. How long do you think it took him to make this commercial? I mean, he had to get the backgrounds and everything and the different shots, like... Yeah. And the fake seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Love that joke. Put on a happy face. I love that Joker symbol right there that it shows at the end of the TV commercial. Yeah. Some of his goons are actually yeah. wearing jackets with that logo on. Yeah. You see it much else. Uh, for anyone who didn't listen to the 60s special, we, we mentioned the fact that uh, Jack Napier, they got the, they might have got the surname from Alan Napier, who played Alfred in the 60s show, who died uh, probably while they were writing this film. So we right when they were writing theorize, this group. Yeah, we, we theorise that they might have used that name in honour of the old Alfred. Oh, it's funny that they mentioned Jack Napier, too, because before this, we never had um, an alias for the Joker. And Denny O'Neill, who was the editor of the Batman comics for years, said that he always had to correct writers because they would put in the story that the Joker's real name was Jack Napier. And he said, no, that's only in the movies. We want to leave it ambiguous in the comics. And that he constantly had to correct the writers. I remember when I was younger and I saw these female anchor, she needs to comb her hair and get some makeup. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, when I saw these news reports, when I was younger, I thought, those news reports look a little bit rough to be on the news. But I, <laughs> I, I mean, but then I understood that it's because they can't use all these cosmetic and makeup products that they look a bit horrible. But yeah, you were saying, Josh, I think she'd probably be able to use a, a hairbrush without any, you know, risk to her safety. be 10 minutes late to the museum Alfred Gall is just so cool Michael Gall I mean Michael Gall I said Alfred Gall (laughs) (laughs) I I like how Bruce is like oh okay she's late it's okay (laughs) have you guys seen uh, Michael Gall in any of the old British horror films from the I think it's from the 50s yeah, those are very good. Mm. Ugh, Alicia's head. That's got to hurt your neck. 
that like is so cool. I was like, what statue is that? I was like, is that you? This is S. Grant. <laughs> I remember when I was young because I was in school learning about that. <laughs> have you guys ever been to a museum where you can have lunch or dinner? I've never encountered yeah. one in my life before. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of them in the United States. All right. I'm. But I haven't gone to. I, I went when I was older, like you know, in my twenties. Never when I was younger, though. I just thought that was so cool. Like I, I, I you know, I draw and I love, I love art. I love artwork, and I thought that 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 looked just so cool to be in a setting like that. like she's already had a few drinks <laughs> in preparation but it seems she's only drinking water yeah well her face is telling me a different story I love that I love Maybe the way how he wrote urgent in crayon that was so cool and that looks like my handwriting too today and this guy man he plays it off good man he just hits that table hard he's just like yeah Vicky put it on now and the guys who um, go head first into their dessert they always make me smile like with the faces looking at her like ah Oh my god, yes! Here we go. Yeah, I love this. Gentlemen. See how he looks like a priest holding the radio? <laughs> Bob the Goon's like taking notes. <laughs> oh, you, you mean he's got the dog collar, Apple? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, what's Bob the Goon doing with that notepad? Is he, like... He's learning. He's like an apprentice. (laughs) (laughs) We got a bit of Prince music kicking in. Look at the choreography. Like, they're not just walking. They're, like, dancing, walking. <laughs> they got rhythm. Man, yeah. when these videos were coming out during the movie, like, oh my goodness, I mean, <laughs> the is hot. You know that, like, the the choreography—they must have rehearsed this. You could see the Joker in like the studio. All right, guys, no one's going to bed till we get this right. Showtime's yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Look, what Bob the Goon doing with that notepad? What could he <laughs> and, possibly be writing down? And you know, this is probably the most color that uh, Tim Burton has ever put into a film. Oh, uh, he put it away. <laughs> One of his yeah. films. And Bob was going to go with the knife. <laughs> yeah, I'll be How dancing romantic. to this. Even to this day, I'll put that album on and just dance. Yeah. 
I wasn't talking about the gas mask. <laughs> I do love the boombox guy. He just stands there. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know, he just hit a cassette player. There was a thing called cassettes back in those days. Yeah. <laughs> you, you couldn't hold any MP3s on them? Nope. And you, had, you couldn't put it on repeat. You had to rewind it. Okay, for the Joker supposedly so in love with Vicky Vale, but all he really does is insult her. Hmm. He calls her Beast at the end of the movie, and then here he's uh, he likes it, ain't a rat, and that she looks good in an old-fashioned way, and that he's gonna have to fix her up. Treat him mean, keep him keen, Josh. <laughs> you, you know what? I have a true story. Uh, when I was first getting to know my wife, of course she knew I was a, a Batman freak. And I, mean, I used that whole uh, Beauty and the Beast thing on her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fully functioning with the sidle artist. <laughs> and he does it with a smile. Do I look like I'm joking? Uh. That's so cool. I love his orange shirt. That's like so cool. And that weird tie thing that he's got on. It's like four ties. At least Alicia's neck is up straight now. See, and it was like, why does she need help walking now? <laughs> okay, so Jack and Alicia have had a thing going on for a little while. Now he's trying to get Vicky. What kind of arrangement does he think he's going to have with, like, both these girls? He remissed up that girl already, so. Yeah. A little song, a little dance, Batman's head on a lance. Like, he really does that. Tell me, what do you know about... (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) We get the whole... uh... Wizard of Oz thing here. Boo! Oh, that's not yet, but... I love the Batman entrance. Yeah. I love that. That was so cool. Vicky Vale screams a lot in the next few minutes, and that was my impression of Vicky Vale as a child that she screamed a lot. And this is the best part 
Oh my goodness. To me, that is like, that is the Batmobile. Yeah, I love that Batmobile. It's brilliant. I mean, me and Apple have talked about how much we love the 60s one, but for me, if I had to pick one Batmobile, it's got to be that 89 one. I think it's probably the first one that I had ever seen, and it's and it's always been my favorite. And they used, and they used it in the in the TV show, too. The, uh, like, that's my Batmobile that I grew up with. Okay, And they mm. painted the Joker's cars. Like, Joker, yeah. he's like an artistic criminal. He's like, we must paint the cars and we must rehearse this dance sequence. Oh my goodness, I love, I love, love, love that Batmobile. Love it. It's like, it's sexy, it's hot, it's everything that a Batmobile was. I Whoa. love the Tumblr, don't get me wrong. I love the Tumblr, but there's just something You've about just the described a woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, You said, it's sexy, it's hot. It's like, you just you described it. That's for me, the, that's for the, me, the Batmobile needs to look a bit like a sports car, and the, the Tumbler doesn't have that element. So, I mean, the Tumbler's great, but it, it's lacking the sports car sleek yeah. element that Tim Burton's and most of the other uh, Batmobiles yeah. have. Here we go. We're back in the back alleys. Cool. Did he really have to leave? I mean, what is that digger doing? Just dumping a lot of bricks all over the road? I don't really understand <laughs> the point of that construction. It, it's the night shift job for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Shields. I like when he uses the, the grapple hook to get back when they're they're in that alley already. And Vicky screams again. Like she I said, it. when I was a little boy, it was all about Vicky screaming. Right, right when they're in the alley, and then they shoot Batman. I was like, "Oh crap!" They just shot him like straight up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's wearing Check the his body wallet. Armor. I was like, "Cool." As if he has a wallet. <laughs> I think Vicky Vale does scream just a little bit too often in this film. It looked, it, it looked like she was really high, right? But from that angle, it looks like she's just like right there. Yeah. She had her camera with her. Where did she keep that? I didn't see a purse or anything when Batman yeah. was putting her up. Maybe, maybe I missed it. That was like just so cool, man. When he has to even fight the the, the Asian guy, that's so cool. <laughs> she keeps on like peeking and then hiding. But you see the camera going off too. The the see the lens right there. Mm. It's not just the strobe lighting effect. It's actually the camera. Right.
I love that part. He and <laughs> he was come on. Yeah, Knox has been trying for how, how however long it's been to get a picture of Batman, and Vicky gets it like her second night in town. Okay, so he, like, remote-controlled the Batmobile to come follow him. What if there was someone standing in the way? Oh, I'm sure the Batmobile's intelligent enough to avoid them. Yeah, it has heat sensors in the front, so it's a very very, uh, far-advanced vehicle. (laughs) But he has "Ah." to tell it to stop. Yeah. So (laughs) do you think think he's been on the the comm saying left, right... Straight, 30 yards, turn left. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, like, so cool, like, in the in the forest or on the way going to, uh, to Wayne Manor. That's so cool. Yeah, that forest scene is one of my favorites, and I know I've said it before. It's that Danny Elfman music is just so powerful, and uh, it makes it such a brilliant scene. And if you love that Batmobile, uh, this, is, this is sort of eye candy. Mm-hmm. This is this is where it gets to show off its abilities. Right when it just takes that corner and it's just like coming at you. Pedal to the metal. I love the fire and ex- the exhaust. It's just like. Yeah. That not can't like be this, environmentally not, friendly. Yeah, not like the Schumacher ones where the exhaust is like a, a disco going on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like she tries she's to get like, closer to I, She's like, I know that chin from somewhere. <laughs> Just Vicky's face, like, okay. I hope he radioed Alfred to say, hey, don't come down to the Batcave to greet me. I have a woman. It's like, <laughs> otherwise, if Alfred came down, Master Bruce, I see you. Oh. Ooh. Uh, yeah. That would have blown the secret. And I like how, like, all the bats are free except one, and one has to stay in a cage. It's like the bad bat or something. <laughs> see, they're all free and everything. And the Batcave gets cage. more. El- <laughs> the Batcave gets more elaborate in each of the uh, the Burton Schumacher films. Like this one, it's just really like kind of like two rooms. It's like a garage with a computer. And and you know what? I like I like my Batcave to be like this. You know, kind of simplistic. You know what I mean? Just you know, the guy just did it himself. You know. Yeah. I'll tell you, he's got to make sure when he parks that Batmobile, he gets it spot on. Because he, if he just goes a couple of meters extra, he's going to fall off the edge. <laughs> it's the end. Yeah. <laughs> There's no barrier or anything. I thought it was just so cool, like the lightning, like the lighting in in this part right here, where the, he's just coming down, making his mask look darker. She's staring at the chin again. Yeah. So, like, now he goes to the shadows. Can't see my chin now. 
his voice is pretty similar to be honest Michael Keaton doesn't change his voice very much so you would expect someone like Vicky Vale to be able to, to spot that People always talk like this in soap operas where you're looking away from the person who's talking to you as they're approaching you and then you turn around dramatically. Yeah. More drum yeah. He's like, what kind of people? I love that. He's like, you have something else that I want. And she's like, What? <laughs> Make sweet bat love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, she doesn't have her camera when she wakes up. He couldn't even put her, like, under the covers. I know, right? He just dumped her right there. It was probably Alfred. Alfred he had probably Alfred do it again. He couldn't yeah. even, like, tuck her in. She's sort of hanging I mean, off the edge of the bed. <laughs> the guy's like right next to you. Copy? Yes, sir. <laughs> and that guy's just already messed up, man. That guy, he's like, oh, man. Another news anchor man who needs to get. Man, Gotham news anchors need to bathe and shower. Yeah, they need their cosmetics. Joker, you're never going to keep a TV if you keep on shooting them. (laughs) That's so cool. I liked how that back case looked. Try telling her the truth. She's a reporter who you've known for like two days. Yeah. And she like blows the story. It's not like you've been together for six months. I also think you you don't get a really good sense of Alfred and Bruce's relationship in this film. Um, I think it is expanded upon a little bit more in Batman Returns, and they sort of have a few jokes amongst themselves. But in this film, it's just sort of the bit the basics between Alfred and Bruce, and you don't see a lot more beyond that. But, I mean, Batman Begins and the Dark Knight managed to develop it pretty quickly, so it's something that I think Tim Burton missed out on a little bit there. He's like, let me tell you why. You know, and she looks like, she looks very cute in that black dress. Mm. 
yeah, she's letting him have it. Sleep with me and then lie about leaving town. Yeah. You've known her for maybe two days at the most. I'm, I'm not quite sure on the passage of time here. You're going to tell her your secret. She's like, oh, God, you're married. He's like, no, I'm not married. <laughs> if he was I mean, married, that would be pretty big news. But Bruce has done nothing wrong. I mean, the golden rule is wait three days. And, I mean, as we said, yeah. it's been two, isn't it? So. Yeah, but, 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 but he told her he was... No, that's that's why. My God, Bruce, you're. How does he think he's gonna lead up to this? Like he's just like talking nonsense. Yeah. A guy kisses no. his wife and kids goodbye. What I'm trying to say is, I'm Batman. <laughs> Like, I understand that it's not one of those things that you can just blurt out, but... He should have given it a bit of thought before he arrived. <laughs> He's like, look, what I'm trying to say is, ah. <laughs> one thing about the Bird and Schumacher films is that in each of them, except for Batman and Robin, like, basically, whoever Bruce is dating finds out his secrets. Yeah. I like when he says lots of space and he looks down at her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bruce said the same thing, so it's supposed to be like one of those thematic things that like, you know, the Joker and Bruce are the same. Yeah, Bruce already has his plan. He gets the thing. Yeah, I will put that thing over my heart. (laughs) Is that guy (laughs) holding the boombox again? Yeah. You you know, you got to be able to party, you know. There's a lot of partying going on with the Joker. Yeah, he needs music 24-7. Oh, wait, that's right, because don't they play Beautiful Dreamer later on? Or is that just Danny Elfman's background? Or, like, do they, oh, Alicia died. So you oh. should totally be my next girlfriend. <laughs> so I can mess up your face. <laughs> and make you commit suicide. But that is true. You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Take that beat from my heart. <laughs> Jokers are romantic. Mm. He knows Bob who Bruce always, pulls, always pulls out a gun. He's ready to shoot somebody. Mm. I mean, he's like, man, my role is so small, I gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. He's either shooting someone or got his notepad out, taking notes. Oh, there's our little priest uh, thing in the background. Uh-huh. You see, you see the collar. <laughs> I love that. I like them already. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. He goes a bit crazy here. I think it's to divert attention or something. Yeah, and to get a shot, I suppose. Yeah, that way he can, like, sneak out, because that's the only way to get out of the situation. 
He's very fortunate that the Joker plans on shooting him in the heart. <laughs> yeah. And, on, and, and only head. once. Yeah. See, right right there where you said, come on, let's get nuts. I thought that was very Michael Keaton-ish and <laughs> not Bruce Wayne-ish. <laughs> oh, and we just missed the, like, biggest line. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> Bruce hams it up. When you see the Joker fire, he, it, I mean, it's not very accurate. It's just like, whatever, his hand is just yep, yeah. in that general direction. It's very fortunate it managed to go where that tray was. <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. Never rub another man's rhubarb. Okay, what was his plan to let the Joker go off with Vic? Because he didn't know that the Joker was going to leave Vicky behind in the apartment. Yeah, I don't really know why he left her but, behind. You know, great job, Bruce. You know, fake your death so the joke so you can get out and let the Joker possibly kidnap Vicky. I'm a big Stephen Foster fan, by the way, and he's the guy who wrote uh, Beautiful Dreamer as well as lots of other, like, old-time songs, so I love that. Yeah. Oh, Bruce is gone. And he didn't go out yeah. the front door. See, right now, when, when if you notice that she's going to go put her knee down, I was like, what takes forever for the second knee to come down? <laughs> See, I was like, hey. <laughs> uh, this part. This is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be creepy if that was Alicia's hand? Oh, that would have been cool. (laughs) It took Knox this long to figure out that Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. Like, it's just not known about the city, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty common knowledge. (laughs) Well... I mean, I guess in the comics and in, like, the other universes it is, like, maybe in this version of Gotham, you know, the Waynes were just a family that, you know, were, you know, moderately wealthy. Yeah. Not like, you know, as famous as they are in the other things. Because if you think about it, there's lots of whatever city that you live in, but do you know all their details and stuff? Yeah. Poor Knox. Don't get personal. Yeah, too late. <laughs> too late. And he still has circled access chemicals. Well, I know Nick was saying that they don't really do a lot with the Alfred Bruce relationship. They they do broach on it a little bit here with Alfred's line coming up. Mm. See, I thought that was... Uh, so special about the 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 bat suit that it was locked in its own little chamber. However, like in the other films, it's like, oh yeah, we have a plenty, you know, plentiful amount of bat suits. You know what I mean? I just like there's just something significant when you only do it just one. Yeah. No, when you've got sort of ten sets of suits and ten Robin suits and ten yeah. Batgirl suits. That it t- it takes out a little bit. Yeah. Man, look at Gotham City, man. That bridge in the background looks cool. <laughs> J- 
Joker's like a hacker, man. Joker. He had a tremendous singing voice. <laughs> I love the way that the mayor and stuff are just looking to their left. There's nothing there. <laughs> I, I always, you know what? I, I thought the same thing, but I was like, maybe that's where the speakers is at, and that's where they're looking at the speakers. <laughs> maybe it just looks really weird. I love how the cops are in the bar. That's cool. Playing cops. Everyone's just going about their business until he talks about the cash. It's like, oh, hold on one second. I was like, whoa, what? Can you guys explain to me what the big Dukaru is? Oh, Dukaru, okay. Yeah. It's like a big battle, like a big fight. They, they would say like in, a, I guess, Western times, a, a Dukaru was like a like a showdown. Oh, right. Like a battle. Yeah. It's almost similar to like a high noon type of stakes, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, so, so, so like a face-off yeah. between the two cowboys. Yeah, exactly. That's the big Dukaru. Cool. I still want to know why one bat is in a cage while all the other ones are free. He's <laughs> training. Like, he's training that bat. Or that, that bat. That bat was a bad boy. He pooped on the Batmobile, so you get money. <laughs> he pooped on the Batmobile. <laughs> it's an example to the other bats. And here goes the glasses off again. Oh yeah. That's that why dramatic he has impact. So he, so he could take them off dramatically. Yeah, he clearly does not need them to read. See, I don't, I don't need glasses, but I wear glasses just like that. So whenever we're coming up with a spotlight character, I take them off just like that dramatically and think, yeah. spotlight character. <laughs> and that's where he got the Zur and R from. <laughs> Batman R.I.P. the movie. They're so dressed up just for going to the movies. That was a back in the Everybody day. Everybody walks thing. in perfect step. Man, like, ah, man, guys, I just can't say enough, man. I, I love the background. I love the city. I, I love the way it looks. I that's what I kind of miss in the in the newer films. But even though Chris Nolan does a wonderful job, I think Chicago is probably the closest to what the real Gotham City made look like you know what mm-hmm. I mean because with the subways the underground uh, the the carts at the in the I don't know what they call it but the carts that are running in between the city that looks just so cool that Chicago looks like that but it's, the it's all time, the um, it's the glass glass buildings and glass skyscrapers which I think yeah take it away from what this looks like 
Yeah, because it was more brick. You know what I mean? It was more, uh, I guess, I guess old the, old, the older look it has to it. But that's yeah. what uh, I think the animated series had too. You know what I mean? What did you guys reckon to the um, slight change in Bruce's origin and having the Joker or Jack Napier kill uh, Bruce's parents? Well, you know, um, when you're when you're young and you know who Joe Chill is, uh, it was like I wonder why they changed it. You know, I, I wonder if because you, I mean, prior to this movie, you never knew who Joker's name is, but uh, you knew Joe Chill was it. But when you're a kid watching this, I think you just accepted it that it was like that. There's uh, lots of people to this day who think that the Joker killed Batman's parents. Mm. And it's one I mean, of those I, things, like I, 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 because I grew up on this movie, I have no problem with it. But if, if they were to do it in a movie now, I would be the biggest hypocrite and say, "Wow, that's that's not right." Mm. I think I'm it, it works quite well in this film because when you want to create a compact story, I, I'm always fascinated about the um, the idea of Batman creating the villains and the villains creating Batman, and the the interlinking facts there. And so I like the idea of Joker creates Batman and Batman creates Joker. And I think when you have it in a, in a film, you know, two-hour film, I think it works quite well. And I think it was probably worth changing. And as, as you say, Josh, I think because we grew up on this, it's just something that doesn't bother us. But if, if Batman Begins came out and they changed it completely, I think a, a lot of people would have been outraged. Oh, yeah. when I saw Batman Begins, I was like, no, they don't go to the opera. They go to Zorro. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, like I was, there's, there's always going to be those little things that we find that are different. You know, like, this isn't right. And by the way, Vicky Vale getting led into the Batcave by Alfred. This is one of the famous controversies of the movie. What are your thoughts? See, and I was just like, oh my god, Alfred is such a sellout. <laughs> He's like selling out Bruce left and right. It's the second time he did it in the movie. I mean, I imagine that Vicky just told Alfred when she came in, she's like, cut the you-know-what. Just take me down there, Alfred. I know he's Batman. Mm. I love this. Just, like, opening that bat suit. He's just, like, one bat suit, you know? See, that, that sequence of him playing it on in two shots, which becomes, like, a monster infamous. sequence in the Shootmocker movies. <laughs> Shootmocker, yeah. Butt shots. <laughs> I love that man. Here goes the Batmobile doing its doing its work, man. Yeah, some more great Batmobile stuff. The machine guns and the bomb and everything. When the machine guns came out, I was like, "Oh, cool, cool." Yeah, I used to have a little toy of that Batmobile with the machine guns that come out of the toy. It's great. Oh, it was freaking awesome. I still have it. <laughs> Another thing about this movie, I mean, Batman's gonna, you know, basically kill all these people, and we have a Batman that kills here. That's another thing that if they didn't now, just, I'd well. It's just something you don't really think about when there's those sort of secondary characters. Yeah. yeah, he did just explode a bomb like two feet away from them. What if the but they had a chance to there? And who knows how many innocent scientists were working inside the inside the building when it exploded. The early Batman stuff, he killed a little bit. It, it kind of slowed down after the first few years, but he would, you know, shoot people, drop them, and, uh, and stuff. Yeah. But see, but but that's what Bob Kane loved. Like, I mean, he doesn't say that he hated the 60s, but he says that 
he loved the return to the the Batman that he created. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is was that dark, you know, vigilant character. I love that. You know what? Um, uh, speaking about this sequence right here, I love how Batman's next to the thing, the the Batmobile. But I could always tell that that Joker part right there was fake. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's a model. How much money has the Joker spent? He's made he these big balloons, all those products that he had to ship out and everything, and painting and the cars dropping, and hacking. he's dropping twenty million dollars on the street. Well, it. it I don't know if it, twenty though. I, yeah, I don't know if it comes across in the movie. I know in and like there goes Bob the Goon. He's happy, boy. He's like, yeah, party, party. In, in the adaptations, I know it shows that the money was fake, but I don't know if that came across in the movie or the deleted scenes. We'll see in a bit. Okay, he killed somebody on the streets of City Hall in front of you guys, and he was poisoning you and your food products. So what's the worst thing that could possibly happen by going to his party? He's paying his back with money. Yeah, it's okay that he's a murderer. And the cops he's are like... Tr- he's uh, trying to... Re- jo- Josh, give him a chance. He's trying to repent here. <laughs> the, 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 the cops are like, I'm just going to look the other way. Because that's yeah, maybe my... I'll just, maybe I'll pick up a couple of dollar bills, but yeah. We're all corrupt anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you when, like, when uh, your district attorney is the guy who betrayed Han Solo to Darth Vader, then you know that you got a corrupt city. <laughs> you know, I, I love about this that uh, I don't know why this stuck out to me, but when I was watching this, when he's throwing out the dollar bills, there's always one dollar bill that stays at the top of his hat. Ha- I always know matter. <laughs> you notice that? I was like, and it just stays there and it never moves even when they go through different scenes, you know? that I thought that was so cool that that dollar bill stayed on there. Yeah. I, 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 I don't see it yet. I know, it's when he starts talking. Yeah. But yeah, I always notice that as well. Kisses out. <laughs> he's just blowing kisses out to the crowd. He's like, yeah. He's just so happy. Look at that. Oh, Joker, you're so awesome. Like, if O.J. Simpson did this, or like something like you think... <laughs> or like... But they don't have a, a characteristic like... I mean, a, a character like the Joker. You know, his personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dogs, Gotham's greed. I should go get me. So some. when you see that guy that Vicky Vale through the camera has got that that thug who's like dancing around in a circle, I always think that guy looks a bit like Michael Keaton. Yeah, I thought so too. The Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that was dancing when they went into the museum. Oh my God! Look at Gotham City. That looks that looks so beautiful. I so also after, what adore do you, what that. What do you think of Gotham City? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's beautiful. Look, there goes the dollar bill. There it is. <laughs> also, I do adore that Batwing. It's absolutely amazing. Yes, it is. I used to have another toy of that. It was sort of like a gun. You would hold it like um, the you know like a like a gun with a trigger, and then on top of it would be the the toy, the actual plane, and then you would pull the trigger, and the sort of clamps would come in at the middle. You know how he clamps the balloons? Yeah. Yeah. Used to love that toy. I used to fly. What I used to do with it, I used to watch this when I was a kid. When this bit came along, I would get my toy plane out and fly around with it. Ah, oh, memories. Oh, you're not doing that right now. I, have <laughs> I give away, I gave away all my Batman toys when I was in middle school because I thought I was too old for toys and I wasn't using them. 
See, I, I was almost getting to that point, but that's when I found out that I was meant to be a collector. Because I wouldn't give anything away. <laughs> I never gave away my comics, thank God. There was one point where I was so hard for money that I tried to sell my comics, but nobody would take value for them, so I was like, heck no. Comics are like wine. Just give it a bit more time and value will go up. Well, yeah, but the problem is, like, with the economy now, nobody's going to pay what they're worth. I had a box of uh, maybe 200 Teen Titan comics, and, you know, they wouldn't even give me, like, over 100 bucks for them. I was like, well, that's... By the way, guys, these these balloons, they're not um, cartoon characters or anything that you know of, are they? I mean, they're, they're just completely original characters, aren't they? they yeah, I don't look like them. Um... The the baby one, I don't know for some reason, but uh, there was a character called uh, was it Baby Huey or something like that. Yeah, I don't know dog. why that stuck out. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know why that baby. When I see that baby, I always think of Baby Huey. I don't know why. Baby Huey was a duck. Yeah, <laughs> I always just think of Baby a Huey duck. when I see the baby one. Yeah, he was an oversized baby duck, and because of his size, he would wreck things, and that was where the humor came from. Knox, by the way, Vicky runs into the car, locks the door, you know, not even going to try and like, hey, Knox, get in the car with me. Knox never gets any. I do love how he tries to defend the city with the baseball bat. Oh. Absolutely adore that plane. It looks great as well. It's quite seamless when it's used, you know. It doesn't look like it's been sort of crowbarred into the film. I love how the neck expands on that balloon. You know, when I when I first watched this film the very first time, uh, when I saw the, the, the bat plane, I was like, oh, cool, it looks like a bat. But not until it went up into the sky where I realized it was like the bat, the bat, the bat signal. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's great when it goes Vicky, up to the moon. You could have killed awesome. Knox. You could have killed she doesn't even help him. Look, he's all bleeding from the head. She just drives into him, pretty much. Yeah. Well. She could stop just for five seconds, let him get off and get back in the car. But no, she's just going to drive him into a rubbish dump. Vicky Vale, cool you man. are a bad Maybe that's why he doesn't appear. Oh, no, he does appear later on, doesn't he? I thought maybe Vicky Vale killed him. I heard that there were drafts in the movie where Knox dies, and that there was also earlier drafts where the love triangle between Knox, Wayne, and Vale was played up more. But I, I could see why they had to drop that love triangle mostly, because you already have the triangle between Batman, Joker, and Vale. To add Knox in, mm-hmm. that's like a love... weird thing. I think they had to put quite a few things aside, because they probably put so much for getting Jack Nicholson... They had to make sure he was, you know, a big focus of the film and was in it for a lot of it. So things like Commissioner Gordon, maybe a bit more of the Alfred stuff, a bit more of Knox, all that sort of stuff probably had to get put aside, I imagine. Well, they cut out Robin. Robin was in some early drafts, too. Like, the yeah. Joker was going to kill Robin's parents. Oh, say goodbye to Bob. Oh, no. Um, oh. I think I'm going to stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy goes come on get out of here so who's the new second in command the priest with the boom box yeah probably or they're, <laughs> they're the guy he just gave the gun to here we go yeah. here we go ah! 
That is little, so little little dramatic, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it really necessary to fly all the way up there? People are getting shot at and stuff. <laughs> I'd get back down there and help him if I was him. No, he's like, I, I gotta line up to the moon because it'll look like my bat signal. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> shot, Batman. Look at all those weapons. This reminds me of uh, the Dark Knights. Yep, it exactly. does actually. Oh, yeah. He's like, come on, the face-off, <laughs> or the come sorry, on, big Dukeroo. Yeah. <laughs> when I actually when I when I saw the Dark Knight for the first time, I thought of this right here. I was just like, hey, that was like the showdown. Yeah, look at this lethal Batman. Yeah. I'm gonna pump this guy full of lead and missiles oh, and as many on. bullets as I want. <laughs> and missiles. You have worse you have worse aim than a stormtrooper. He is directly in your sights. How are you missing him? <laughs> oh, is yeah. that a gun in your pants? Or are like, you happy to see me? He's just like, I, think it, I think his sights are off. But Joker has dead aim though. I do love that Joker gun. It is that is it's yeah, awesome. it's so awesome. He just uh, must I'm keep picking- it down his trousers all day. So, Vicky, you know, want to call the ambulance because Knox might have a concussion, or you want to stare at Batman and the Joker? <laughs> oh, poor old Knox. <laughs> She's got her camera still. I I did think when we lead up to this cathedral bit, I did think this ending was all a bit forced. You know, I mean, you know, Joker grabs Vicky, goes into the cathedral, they go up to the top. I mean, does, does this helicopter have to come to the cathedral? I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard to pick Joker up where he is right now. You know, well, I just I felt. I guess the logic there is that by the time, like, because the cops are going to come by then. Mm. Yeah. And all the Joker's men are dead, so he'd have to fight off all the cops to wait for the... At least this way, he could kind of get ahead of them. I I personally, I do feel it's all a little bit contrived to be in this sort of creepy cathedral for the finale of the film. I like his little walkie-talkie. It just looks like a little toy. (laughs) He's so beat up. Poor Batman. Poor Batman, he's hurt. He's even on a stone. He's like, ugh. Yeah, all the Joker's goons are dead, so if he waited for the helicopter, I'm sure that the cops would have arrested him by then. And then we could have had Jack in some sequels. You say that all um, you say all his goons are dead, but apparently there's about three or four of them waiting at the top of the cathedral for him. Oh, okay, that's right. I think that there might have been some down here, too. It looked like Batman killed them all with the Batplane. Yeah, I think a continuity problem slightly there. Yeah, he's... And you know how we always think of Batman as sort of a silent, sneaky, stealthy person who sneaks around Gotham? Well, he stumbles into this cathedral and knocks over sort of every chair that's there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Just not so smooth. I think that's just so cool as far as how high they already gotten like in the cathedral and then Batman just sees your shoe and he's just like, uh oh, and then he starts trying to rush up the stairs. Yeah. Of all the places that shoe could land. Yeah. How creepy would it have been if like he sees a shoe, then another shoe, and then like just little pieces of her clothing as he goes up. <laughs> and he comes to the that top would've... and it's Joker and uh, Vicky Vale. <laughs> I'm not gonna finish. What's up? I like how uh, Commissioner Gordon has like the whole police force there. They're just like right there on the spot. Mm. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon acts quick. That's why they had to go to the uh, top. course they could have taken their helicopter yeah i mean don't the cops have a helicopter <laughs> I like i'm how, sure there's uh, one helicopter in gotham somewhere for them i like how the joker uh he thought about it before he did this he is do i really want to let this bell go and he's like yeah the thing is there's got to be a back door somewhere there can't be sort of one entrance to the entire building Gotham architecture is uh, very, very scary. I mean, when you have architects that make naked men holding up bridges, it's... (laughs) Well, that's Schumacher's naked men. There's there's two. Yeah, the men were pretty much, you know, wearing clothing in this film. And, you know, Commissioner (laughs) Gordon's like the older guy, and he's trying to move the bell, and the other guys are younger, and they're in the back. They're like, oh, you can... I think if you... Yeah, I think if you have the entire police force there... With the entire police force, I think you'd better move that bell. I know I was joking before about him finding more articles of her clothing, but he just saw her jacket. <laughs> well, I forgot about that when I made the joke. <laughs> He's thinking, what is he doing to Vicky? Interesting thing about using Vicky Vale as the love interest is, like I said, you know, out of all of Batman's love interest over the years, she's pretty much the only one that's stuck around, like, aside from mm-hmm. Captain because they're yeah. more in like Batman's world. Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, Vicky also appeared in the forty serials too. So yeah, well, I mean, she was in the comics since the forties, and she was a regular in there up until about the sixties, and then came back. And uh, some people say that she came back because of the movie, but she was back before the movie. She was a regular for most of the eighties and nineties too. Mm. I mean, Julie Madison, you know, hasn't had that much appearances, and neither has some of the other ones like Linda Page Vicky's basically been you know if Batman has like a Lois Lane who's a mortal woman and not someone like Catwoman or Talia it's Vicky that's so cool I love that sequence when Batman's right here just fighting everyone (laughs) Batman didn't even have to do anything Mm. 
Exactly. So yeah, apparently there were about three or four Joker goons just waiting at the top of this cathedral for him. Don't know where they came from, but... We have to have someone for Batman to fight. I like when Batman's getting hit in the face. Man, his, his uh, head's just bobbing and weaving like crazy. I like when he's looking for him and Batman's just like right there and he's going to grab him with his legs. Mm. <laughs> Vicky's losing it. She's about to cry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, she looks like she's been that... drugged at this point. Or do you reckon she's been drinking again, Josh? That's karma, Vicky. You know, should have saved Knox. Yeah. <laughs> should have saved Knox. Here goes Batman. Batman. That's Poor Batman. He gets thrown into the to the stairs. <laughs> See right here. Oh man, he just gets punched in the gut. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Joker's dancing gets more clumsy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty frantic. Oh, if you played Lego Batman, which I know is Nick's favorite video game, they have like kind of a tribute to this scene in the game. You fight the Joker at the top of the cathedral. Yeah, but Vicky's kind of substituted for Harley. I didn't get that far. And instead of saving Harley, you beat her up. <laughs> One of your favorite uh, lines that worked on your wife's coming up, Apple, I think. <laughs> yeah. Just like Beauty and the Beast. But I will never let anybody else call her Beast. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great line. Oh, it is. I, I've used it for years. And you're married. <laughs> and I'm married. Well, wonders of the world. Maybe, maybe I should take some more Apple tips and I'd be married. Um, I'm telling yeah. you, man, people, it's, it's, uh, this beauty, I just can't stop it. It's hard. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here here what, goes what Vicky's. We'll oh, I love what we'll do, Josh, is uh, I'll, I'll try and copy Adam West. You copy Michael Keaton, see who's most successful. <laughs> hey, Michael Keaton did good. Vicky was in love with him and stalking him after one night. <laughs> yeah. Michael Keaton, all he did was give her wine. I you love it. We do that. Just oh, I'm purple. I love purple. <laughs> Look at Jack here. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. It's Joker time. <laughs> and then Batman comes and messes it up. don't think I didn't try. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Boom. How do you go? Tick, 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 tick. Boom. It's so cool that he had the little gadgets and the glasses, too. Yeah. Right when, he, right when he's just going to do that thing with the, with the teeth. That's so awesome. Ha, ha, ha.
Here we go. The glasses are coming up. <laughs> now, what I love about the Joker is that you just know he was prepared. Like, you know that he's had these glasses in, like with him, and he's been waiting to put them on. Like, yeah. just so he can say that joke. He's waiting for the... Those glasses are pretty big. I wonder if those are Vicky's glasses. <laughs> her glasses. Possibly. He's so, been taking most of her clothing off. Now, at this point... Um, what are you laughing at? There's someone who I know that loves that line. But uh, do you think that Joker knows that Batman's Bruce Wayne at this point? Because he says, I was just a kid when I killed your parents. Like, do you think he realizes? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure he's probably killed, like, so many people, so... Yeah, but I mean, that's... He could have killed his parents, like, two years ago, for all he knows. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that the intention is that maybe th- he realizes... Yeah, I've I've never thought of it that way. I, I don't think the Joker knows who Batman is at this point. Hey, Batsy. That's like so awesome. I like when he does the little dance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> gratuitous uh, booty shaking <laughs> I love when the helicopter is there and he grabs his hand he's just like yes and there's the bat ladder for uh, Jack <laughs> bat ladder yeah. oh yeah yeah you know no instead of ti- instead of tying the gargoyle to him they should have had a, a rubber shark biting his leg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a rubber shark pulling my leg a joke <laughs> It happened at church. See for That's church. pretty awesome. As high as he was, he was just holding it with one hand for a while. I was like, whoa. Somebody should have tossed him down some Joker repellent uh, gargoyle <laughs> spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would have saved him. Joker, you know, he's prepared with the glasses and the TV guns, but not this. See, it would have happened, but Bob, who would have come down the ladder and done his little trick like Robin, unfortunately, was shot. (laughs) (laughs) So there was no no Robin equivalent, unfortunately. We got to get Bob the Goon into the comics. We got to bring him back. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And Knox, too. Who's lying? That would be cool. Where would he be dying? Because Vicky hit him with his car. Mm. Bye-bye, Joker. I would always argue with my friends. It's quite a poor special effect there with the Joker still. When he falls. uh, I would always argue with my my friends because I was like, that wasn't the real Joker. Look, if you look like right here, see, he's not real. And, of course, you know, CGI and all that wasn't, you know, the main discussion back then. So I was like, see, see, it's not really the Joker. He like, and they were like, well, how did he get doubled? Well, I said, there was a second, you know, layer to the cathedral. So he got in there and he let the other fake Joker go down so he could come back in the next movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking myself into thinking that he wasn't dead. Wow, he uh, he made a pretty big imprint in the concrete. <laughs> that was like one of the bad sides of the movie. I didn't like that Joker died. <laughs> you would have preferred that he got sort of returned to Arkham Asylum or something like that. Yeah. 
Just like in the comics. <laughs> oh, Nox is all right, as usual. Hey, Vale, thanks for leaving me <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the street after you hit me with your car. Right. <laughs> no problem. In a rubbish dump, yeah. She's just smiling. At least he got a kiss. Knox was a nice character. He was. We, we got to bring him into the comics, Josh. Yeah. And Commissioner Gordon is right there. Yep, I did all I could. I blew up the second Death Star. Of course I can handle district attorney duties. He gave us his signal. When did he give it to them? Did, exactly. he? did he did he like tow it along in the Batmobile and drop it off or <laughs> FedEx man? FedEx man, yeah. That is like just so cool when you see that bat signal in the sky. And I like how she was walking, she's just like <gasps> Let me turn around. Oh, it's Alfred. That's a nice Rolls Royce he's got there. You were talking about the more luxury cars. Earlier he was driving a bit of a rubbish oh, car. Oh, they already got they the one. They already got Bruce the one. Bruce knows. Though. Bruce knows how to get oh. to Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to get warmed up before she gets to Wayne Manor. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even wait till they get back to Wayne Manor. It's in the car. <laughs> it's in the car already. <laughs> he might be a little late, so just start drinking with Adam. <laughs> oh Vicky Vicky and your love for alcohol last look at Gotham Apple for you yeah no why, why is he going to be a little late he's just looking at the signal and what's he doing up does there does he have something he needs to do he's got to take he, it all, all in he's yeah he's like all in. he's like okay the signal works yeah, okay. I love this music. Yeah, I have to stand very, very still. I love that music. I play it when I get out of the shower. And I just stand like that. <laughs> that was so cool. Okay, so now we've already finished watching the film. It's the credits. What are some of the some of the things that you remembered about uh, after the, the film that you guys saw uh, for the first time, some of the things that y'all wanted to talk about your, you know, after you had first seen the film. Joker went out like, like a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> and Vicky Vale screams a lot. And maybe an alcoholic. I think it sets up Batman Returns very well, and I'm sure, and everyone was very excited about the sequel. Uh, I mean, personally, I don't think it was as good as, you know, the film we just watched. I prefer 89 a lot better than Batman Returns. Um, but as we were saying, I mean, at the start of the film, it's it has flaws, and you know, we got we haven't got a problem with that. It's just. I think for our generation, it was a very important film. And even though, as we were saying, The Dark Knight's a f- 
superior film technically. I mean, you probably have to admit it's a better film, but I, 89 still holds a special place in my heart, and I enjoy watching it all the time. And, and it's mainly thanks to Jack Nicholson, Tim Burton, and, yeah, I'll, I'll give Michael Keaton credit as well. The big characters were great, too. Yeah. You, you gotta love the little stuff like Alexander Knox and Bob the Goon. And, yeah, Jack stole the show, without a doubt. Yeah, you know, uh, I loved Jack Nicholson's Joker. I loved Michael Keaton's Batman. To this day, I, I love the, the Batman, the Batman Returns cow. I always feel that still. I don't know what's going on with the, the Christian Bell cow. But I, I like the Michael Keaton cow. It, it's like perfect for me. But um, I don't know if I ever mentioned this in a podcast. But the one and only time I ever won, you know, those machines that you put a, uh, well, it was 25 cents at the time. But it has a little crane hand and it goes down and it picks something up and then you get it like yeah. a bear or a cup or whatever. Well, when I went to go watch this film and I was going to stand in line to just to see it again they had a Batman cup for the movie release and it was in that little crane game so I put my quarter in and I went and I got the cup I was so happy I was like yes yes that is the only time in my whole life out of playing that crane machine have I ever got anything and it was something of Batman and it was a Batman cup from 89 mm. awesome. so that's that's one of my fond memories from from the movie theater but that and the the whole Taco Bell thing, so <laughs> the, I, all the merchandising that they did was awesome. I think that this movie also uh, it added one very important thing to the Batman mythos, which was the the Danny Elfman theme, which totally changes the entire movie. If you yeah, think about yeah. it, like where how would this movie have been different without the Danny Elfman theme and the Batman and that theme embodies Batman. One thing that I didn't notice until seen in the credits now, um, Jerry Hall, who plays Alicia, I didn't realize that's Jerry Hall. Um, that's uh, Mick Jagger's uh, Mick ex-wife. Jagger's ex-wife or, well, yeah. well, no. Well, maybe they weren't married. Maybe, uh, But she, she was with Mick Jagger for a while. Mm-hmm. They had kids. Yeah, and, and you know, um, these were all filmed at, uh, in Pinewood uh, Studios. Uh, Nick, you're from England, so are, uh, any, any, have you taken a visit over there or...? to see uh, the studios I've driven past it once but uh, I haven't been inside it but I mean they've done a lot of really cool stuff at Pinewood a lot of American studios head over there because um, they've got really good facilities and, and so on I mean they did The Dark Knight there recently as well and yeah. Um, uh, but yeah they do a lot of exciting stuff there it's, it's nice to be English and be involved in these sort of things yeah, and that's what you notice. I notice a lot of uh, uh, English actors that you know, even in the in the Dark Knight. Uh, I was like, hey, wait a minute! I seen them in like an English film, like Goal or Goal Two, and I was like, hey, they're English. What you know? They came out like in the Dark Knight and stuff. So mm-hmm. that that was pretty cool, actually. But yes, guys, that's uh, we come to the end of our commentary for uh, the 1989 film. Uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, we love this film. It is just an awesome film for us, and we know you love it too. So uh, this is Apple. This is Nick. You got Josh. And we'll go ahead and see you guys later. You take care, guys. See ya. Spay new to your pets. <laughs>
Tune in tomorrow. Same bat time, same